You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Ironman. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Uh, updated the decider. The start sits there with some uh, updated information. We'll have the injuries that you need to know here going into Sunday and Monday's games to help you better make those decisions. We will also turn our knowledge from matchup Wednesday and matchup Thursday as we broke down the quarterback and running back rankings, looked at wide receiver tight ends. And defense is there with the start-sit advice for those positions as well. We're going to put them all into a blender, spit them out here for what we want to target in our DFS contest this week. Whether we're playing in FanDuel Cash Games, DraftKings Tournaments, or our title sponsor here for DFS, a prize pick. So we're going to give you actually 10 prize picks, picks of the week that you can pick from. Again, you only have to pick two to five, but we're going to give you a little bit more. It's Thanksgiving time. We wanted to uh, provide a little bit more giving here ahead of uh, maybe more of you were wanting to play DFS and get into that. So we want to be a little bit thorough with that as we add that to our portfolio here as well as our season-long leagues as we turn the corner toward the playoff stretch run. Thanks for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first listen today. We're free and available for you on all platforms. Today's episode of Locked on Fantasy Football is brought to you and sponsored by Simply Safe Home Security with Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe. 24/7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com/lockedonnfl to learn more. Before we get into our DFS picks, and we'll first break down. FanDuel and DraftKings, then we'll get our injury report and close the show as we always do and the week of Lockdown Fantasy Football with our prize picks, picks of the week. Again, not just five this week, we're going ten to give you a little bit more advice so we feel good about a lot of things this week and wanted to share that with you. We didn't feel all that great last night if we played Packers other than one Christian Watson, but five touchdowns. He's the new Cole Komet, scoring in bunches after not scoring at all. Two more scores here. Not a lot of volume, but he's the red zone guy. So really, yeah, Alan Lazard had a tough night. He had a few key drops. He had Randall Cobb return to be a big yardage monster there in the slot, so that hurt Lazard's value there in terms of volume. And then you had Watson all of a sudden taking over the touchdown scoring here from that position. So the rookie looked good, but he still needs to get a little bit better. There was a deep connection they missed on him and Aaron Rodgers, but in the end, the Packers didn't win the game. They tried to run the ball too much. Rodgers was a little bit off with a lot of his passes. I think they had an opportunity to score a lot of points in that game. They end up with only 17 in that one, so tough one. There, he had the two touchdowns and the two-point conversion to Aaron Jones, but that's about it. On the other side of things, the Titans' pass game is back to what we've known with Ryan Tannehill, so no more ankle injury issues, playing off the run, using it for play action. We saw the nice touch on Dontrell Hilliard. They're out of the backfield to open the scoring. Then you had a little trick play to Derrick Henry, pass in the end zone to Austin Hooper, and then another touchdown for Hooper from Ryan Tannehill. So Tannehill with a couple touchdowns on the night. 
Henry, non-traditional two touchdowns on the night. Traylon Burks goes for 111 receiving yards. They put a random shot play in the end when they could run out the clock. They go for an extra 51 yards and really made Traylon Burks' night really nice here. So we liked Burks a little bit going into the game as a deep play. He came through. Henry came through. Tannehill is looking like usable as a streamer for two straight weeks of uh, the Tannehill production we're used to. And then Aaron Rodgers still putting up the multiple touchdowns, but very limited. It's over for the Packers. They're 4-7. and seven. They're not going to be making the playoffs. Unless it's a miracle, and they're not going to get that because they still have to play the Eagles and Dolphins, and this team's just not equipped to win those type of games here going forward. So, so you might uh, be looking at the Packers and just hope to extract as much value as you can for their principal offensive skill players. They're not going to quit. That's one thing. They're going to play hard for Matt LaFleur. They've been a 13-win team under him for a while, so we'll see them finish strong here, and I think Christian Watson's going to be a key part of what they do as well as Aaron Jones. But overall, just uh, pretty ugly there for the Packers not scoring enough points. It was the story of their season last night, for sure. Some questionable decisions, personnel usage, and um, where they throw to, where they run, all those things. And it's not been a good season for LaFleur and that offense. All right, let's go on to a happier offense this week, shall we? Lamar Jackson returns from a bye. He's always running wild after a bye, so I love that as a high floor play. They get the Panthers at home. This is a great matchup here for the Ravens. Lamar, we'll get into it a little bit. Uh, looks like Gus Edwards and Mark Andrews, at least Andrews is trending to play this week, so that's a big help for Lamar. Gus Edwards, we know they can plug in Kenyon Drake again, so no issues there as we saw in the New Orleans game. So the only concern is will there be high volume here with the Baker Mayfield on the other side, but it doesn't matter with Lamar. He's a front-running quarterback anyway, so I could see him get 100 yards and a touchdown there, maybe with low volume and get a couple touchdowns through the air. So I do like him, and everyone's going to be on Justin Fields there quite a bit on FanDuel or DraftKings, but I do look at Lamar Jackson's price here at 8400 with those weapons back, and I don't think he's so contrarian here because, again, people are going to be on him Lamar Jackson versus the Panthers. Everyone's going to notice that. But some are going to be on Mahomes. Some are going to be on Fields. Some are going to be on Joe Burrow. Some are going to be on Josh Allen, even though that game is moved to Detroit and it's a better matchup without the snow. So I think there's going to be a little diversification with your cash game quarterbacks. I want Lamar for the easy high floor this week and a pretty decent return. So I think he could easily bring back 3x on that 8,400. Justin Fields. He's been getting high ownership in DFS here, but I played him back-to-back weeks here in DraftKings. I've cashed both times. I went cash games there, and I've played him in FanDuel as well. So 7,600 is a really good spot here for him. He's a little bit better value than Lamar Jackson is on DraftKings. So I'm going to go in that direction. Cash and tournament quarterbacks are kind of becoming one of the same to me because I just want the guy with the highest upside, and that's what he should be going because again the quarterback is kind of the tie that binds everything if you don't get that quarterback return whether you're going cheap or whatever however you're looking at it when you're trying to get the 3x return there I think Justin Fields can bring that for you he's been well over that almost to 4x with what he's doing I think you're more likely to get that on DraftKings at 7600 there versus paying up a little bit on FanDuel so Lamar Jackson 8400 FanDuel cash games pick Justin Fields at 7,600 is my DraftKings pick, really for tournaments and uh, any 
setting that you want to put Justin Fields in, take advantage of the matchup against the Falcons returning there to Georgia where he's from. All right, let's go to our Fanduel running backs that we do like this week. I do like Ramondre Stevens quite a bit. Big scrimmage game the first time against the Jets there, so at least can get you two X that returned 8,100, priced up a little bit more since the last matchup, but I think he could have a big, big game this week as he's the centerpiece of the offense. So I could see easily 20 fantasy points there on FanDuel from Ramondre Stevenson. So I do like that price. And I can afford to pay up to that type of player because I have David Montgomery. He's a must play here. I think he's going to have high ownership. Everyone knows Khalil Herbert is out now on IR with the hip injury. So Montgomery against the Falcons. We know what Dante Foreman did in this matchup two of the last three weeks. Falcons run defense stinks. Montgomery's a volume back. Again, I would want to play Montgomery, I think, more there in cash games because he's got the kind of high floor where I want to go fields more in tournaments when I'm looking at that this week. So Montgomery, again, hopefully fields will leave some rushing yards on the table here for his uh, main running back. I know you'll see a little bit of Treston Ebner, but Montgomery's still going to be the man and get at least 20 to 25 touches in this one. All right, let's go to our tournaments. Uh, it's funny that uh, Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson Jr. are the same. I want Gibson a little bit more because of the pass-catching ability. I think the Texans could stand it a little bit. And they also have the cover two zone, so that's going to be some dump-offs to Gibson underneath there. So I think he'll get enough work in the passing game. I think he has a better shot at a touchdown and decent yardage from scrimmage. So I want to go with Gibson more so than Brian Robinson in most situations here. 5600 DraftKings, that price is nice. I'm also looking at a really good price here for Miles Sanders. Now, this may seem like a tough matchup, but the Colts don't have Shaquille Leonard. They don't have Quiddy Pay. They're kind of weak now in the middle, and uh, Pay is a guy on the edge that plays the run pretty well. So without Shaq Leonard, you can run on the Colts. I think Sanders is an up-and-down guy. If he doesn't have the big game like he didn't have last week against the Commanders, people are off him. I, I think he'll do just as well as he did against the Texans a few weeks ago. So Sanders, I think, I'm going to establish the running game a little bit more. There's no Dallas Goddard, so maybe getting him a little bit more work there to uh, take pressure off the wide receivers. And Jalen Hurts makes a lot of sense this week. So Sanders in Indianapolis, good tournament, because I don't know if he'll have high ownership here. Again, because Sanders can be frustrating, but I do like him in this particular matchup to surprise a little bit. Uh, let's go to wide receivers on FanDuel. CeeDee Lamb coming off the really red-hot game. The two touchdowns uh, there put up more than 30 fantasy points in half-point PPR last week against the Packers. Great matchup this week against the Vikings. They'll move around. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Patrick Peterson on the outside or inside. CeeDee Lamb, very safe pick this week. T. Higgins I also think is a great pick. No more Jamar Chase for probably only one more week here with the hip injury, but the Steelers don't have anyone who can really cover him outside. 7,600 has good history in this matchup there. And on the other side of this game, I figure the Steelers are going to have to throw quite a bit. I love George Pickens this week. No Chidobi Wuzier. It would be an Eli Apple matchup at best for Pickens. He's starting to feel it. Scored last week on the ground with Kenny Pickett. So he's their number one. I love that price still. Still undervalued at 6,000 on FanDuel. Let's go to DraftKings. And I've got three tournament guys for you that are big play dependent. Darnell Mooney. A.J. Terrell still banged up with a hamstring injury, but Mooney does play quite a bit in the slot, so that's going to help. Big plays out of slot, fast track of the Georgia Dome. Fields is going to be inspired to throw well this week, so 5400 for Mooney on DraftKings like that price. Devin Duvernay also like at 5000 this week, working the slot away from J.C. Horn. There, they do have an injury that uh, is concerning for 
the Panthers are already weak in the slot with Miles Hartfield. Miles Hartsfield. So you look at Duvernay there, maybe making some big plays in the middle of field here without uh, Rashad Bateman available on IR with foot injury. So love that with Lamar. A little Lamar Duvernay snack could also work for you in DraftKings tournaments this week. And Van Jefferson. Sean McVay said it's going to be a committee between Brandon Powell and Ben Skoranek and Tudu Atwell and Allen Robinson and all these other guys trying to get it. But Van Jefferson's a shot play guy. He did score last week with John Wolford. They'll try to get him involved here against the Saints this week, who will probably be down Marshawn Lattimore and struggled on the other side with Paulson Adebo all season. At tight end, my choice is Greg Dulcich. I don't want to pay up for Mark Andrews. You can do that, but you don't have to stack in cash. I think Andrews is the safest play on the board against the Panthers. We know that. And Travis Kelsey plays in prime time, so you don't have him available. Those are the only two tight ends we talked about. Our tight end breakdown uh, with the start set and rankings that I really trust this week, but Dulcich is my dark throw. Nearly scored in a long touchdown last week against the Titans. I think he gets it a lot this week. Jerry Judy, I don't think he's going to play. He's had two mispractices in the ankle. KJ Hamler's hurting. You have Kendall Hinton hurting. So Greg Dolchitz, love the price. 3,800 Fando, 5,500 DraftKings. Either format, either way. However, we're looking at Dolchitz is my fantasy tight end this week in DFS. And then if you're looking for defense, look to the Saints-Rams game. 4,100 or 3,900, you can play for the Saints or Rams in that game. Rams, let's watch uh, their fronts here. Offensive and defensive lines, these uh, teams, I think, will get after it, get some uh, work up front. I do like the Saints a little bit more this week. They're at home. Hopefully Cameron Jordan can play through his uh, eye injury here, and uh, they have some push up front, but I do like the Saints a little bit more. 4,100 on Vandal, 3,000 on DraftKings, and then uh, the Rams again coming at 3,900, as low as you can go and feel comfortable there. On Vandal, they still have big playmakers against uh, Andy Dalton including Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey to disrupt and get some points for you there. So there you have it. There's a breakdown here of your FanDuel and DraftKings recommendations across positions for week number 11. We'll get into the injury report next, and then we'll close with our prize picks, picks of the week here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. Getting stuck in Black Friday crowds? That's super uncomfortable. Shopping Tommy John's Black Friday sale from your couch? Super duper comfortable. When you give your loved ones Tommy John, they're that much more comfortable so they can do everything better, including shop. Shop Tommy John's Black Friday sale yourself right now and give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself, with brand new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas with more than 18 million pairs sold. Giving Tommy John has become a holiday tradition. 97% of women and men love getting a gift from Tommy John. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. Celebrate softness season. That's what it is uh, when we are all getting nice pajamas, especially from Tommy John, as well as their underwear and loungewear. And with Tommy John's, every gift that you get for yourself or someone else is backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. And that is unbeatable. Shop Tommy John's Black Friday sale going on right now. That's right. You don't have to wait till Black Friday a week from now. Get 30% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. That's 30% off everything now at TommyJohn.com slash LockedOn. TommyJohn.com slash LockedOn. See site for details. 
All right, we will look at our injury report and give you the latest updates there across positions in a moment. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen today. For a second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let us uh, look at the injury report, shall we? And the big one we're looking at in Arizona, Kyler Murray, hamstring injury, not guaranteed to play, getting in limited practice. We know that happened late last week, but he still couldn't go, and they had to go with Colt McCoy against the Rams. Colt McCoy has an knee injury, by the way, so both of them have been limited practice. It's trending towards Murray playing here, which is important. It's in Mexico City this game on Monday night, so we won't know the official designation or potential playing status there until Saturday. A little bit tough, so maybe make plans without Kyler Given it's a tough matchup against the 49ers, we recommended that too. There we broke down the quarterbacks. Josh Allen, right elbow, still hurting, but gets the Browns. Now no snow to worry about. Going to get them in Detroit. So pristine conditions to throw the ball for Allen and produce more fantasy points. P.J. Walker is not going to be out there for the Panthers. We mentioned Baker Mayfield. Love the Ravens' defense as well this week against Baker Mayfield. Matthew Stafford almost there to be cleared with the concussion. So he should return here after missing a lot. Last week, John Wolford has a neck injury, so they need Stafford. He'll be out there, a tough matchup, however, against the Saints this week on the road without Cooper Cup. Derek Carr is going to keep playing through that back injury. He's to put up some decent numbers. He's frustrated, but the fantasy numbers have been a little bit better, but I don't like him this week in Denver. Gus Edwards trending towards playing with a hamstring injury coming off the bye. Watch out for Kenny and Drake potentially having the role. Dave Montgomery, we said uh, he's good to go. He's uh, out there... Battling a personal issue, but he's good to go here, and he's going to carry the load here without Khalil Herbert with a hip injury. Zeke Elliott, we'll see if he can return with a knee injury. There's a better chance this week. This is the third week he's gotten some work in, so watch out him returning to uh, play against the Vikings this week to support Tony Pollard. Latavius Murray has a wrist injury, but uh, is that committee with Melvin Gordon? I do like Gordon quite a bit. This week, a little bit of Murray revenge game against the Raiders this week. DeAndre Swift, who knows what his workload is going to be, an ankle-shoulder injury, but he'll, he'll be at least available for this Giants game and active. Jamal Williams had an illness, but he went full and he's going to play. Deion Jackson could return. That could give them a little bit of receiving back there, the Colts, against the Eagles this week, but I still expect Jonathan Taylor to get big volume this week. Isaiah Pacheco, good matchup against the Chargers this week. Could be his breakout game to run well the Chiefs can get a lead in this one. Quadriceps injury, he's good to go. Jerick McKinnon, shoulder hamstring, he's going to play. These two guys have helped phase out Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in Kansas City. Amir Abdul and Brandon Bolden will be out there not having much of a role behind Josh Jacobs there for the Raiders in Denver. Jacobs has a great history against the Broncos, so keep that in mind. Mark Ingram probably going to miss another game with a knee injury. There, Najee Harris He's got a knee injury, but he's going full, and he'll be available for the Steelers. But the game script might favor Jalen Warren this week. Antonio Gibson, we love him a lot this week. Knee injury, we liked him in DFS. J.D. McKissick is out. That really helps Gibson's value here for sure. Now, DeAndre Hopkins, we won't know the designation also until Saturday, but didn't practice early. Let's hope it's just a maintenance day for him. Marquise Brown getting some work on the side. He's on the window to be activated here for the Cardinals, so we'll see how that plays out. Jamar Chase is probably going to miss one more game with hip injury. There's a potential of him returning in Week 12. Michael Gallup will play through knee injury. You're not going to play him in your fantasy lineups. Jerry Judy, there was some optimism he could play, but we'll really have to see an improvement on Friday. Two missed practices and the ankle injury. K.J. Hamler is also going to be on the shelf with a hamstring. And uh, Kendall Hilton downgrade there. So that's why I really like Cortland Sutton and uh, 
One Greg Dolchich this week. Josh Reynolds and DJ Chark may return here. Back injury for Reynolds, getting some limited practice in. DJ Chark, the window's open for him to return from IR here. So watch out for Jared Goff and a few more weapons. Still don't love him in that matchup against the Giants this week. Brand Cooks, hip and wrist injury. Should be out there, but I like Nico Collins, who's going to keep playing through the growing injury. Don't expect Juju Smith-Schuster to be out there with a concussion. Two missed practices. It's going to be a long shot for him to be cleared. Miko Hardman has already been placed on injured reserve with his abdomen injury. So you're looking at uh, Smith-Schuster, Marcus Valdez-Kenley, and, of course, Kadarius Toney operating like the number one receiver. Devontae Adams battling through an abdomen injury, but uh, he's got two limited practice. He should be okay for the Broncos. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams this is something we've been waiting for. Both getting limited practices. The reports from Los Angeles, and I've been tracking them a little bit here from the reporters, they did a little bit more. They started out with the individual drills and got a little bit more with the team drills. So there's a good chance both could return this week. I said, I think Williams is closer because Keenan Allen has just been on the shelf consistently. I think Williams had more of a kind of firm timetable. So there's a good chance for Williams at least to return. That makes Justin Herbert still a lot more viable with one of those guys back. They're both back. Giddy up here against the Chiefs. Justin Jefferson is going to be fine playing through his toe injury. Devontae Parker, I'm not sure if he's going to return for the knee for the Patriots. Jarvis Landry is going to keep playing through his ankle injury, looks like, for the, for the Saints against the Rams. Wondell Robinson downgraded with the hamstring. I don't know if he's going to play this week. Kenny Galladay hamstring as well. It's pretty much Darius Slayton is the only receiver you can trust there. Corey Davis, two missed practice with knees, so it doesn't look like he's going to return from the bye and play against the Patriots. A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, ankle and knee respectively, a little bit banged up, limited work, but... Resting is the kind of designation there, so they're fully expected to play against the Colts. Curtis Samuel has a shin injury, two limited practices, but will be good to go. At uh, tight end, Zach Ertz is out, we know, for the season, so he's not available. So Trey McBride, the rookie out of Colorado State, will get some more run. Mark Andrews, two limited practices. He's trending toward playing against the Panthers. May get a questionable designation, but expect him to be out there in the Carolina game. Cole Komet, a little bit concerned, missing practice on Wednesday with thigh injury, but good to go there with a limited practice. I think on Thursday should go full here on Friday. David Njoku has a good chance to return. Limited practice there. Didn't practice all week last week. Couldn't play against the Dolphins. So could look like he'll return against the Bills this week. So that's good news. Gerald Everett might be able to play. Growing injury limited twice in practice this week. Had to come out of the game last week against the 49ers, but should be out there for the Chiefs. Daniel Bellinger, another week you can uh, prepare to be out that him with the eye and scary injury there, so he's going to miss the week. So Tanner Hudson has been the receiving tight end with limited volume there for the Giants. Filling in for Daniel Jones. Logan Thomas going to play through a ribs injury probably for the Commanders. Now we do have some kicker issues as well. The main one is Dustin Hopkins. Uh, he's going to miss another game. Cameron Dicker is trustworthy here. High scoring game potential against the Chiefs. He's come a big Dicker the kicker if you're looking to stream your kicker here in week number 11. All right, there's your injury update. So we have one more thing to do in our final segment. That is our prize picks fix of the week. And not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, ten prize picks fix of the week. So we'll get into those in our final segment here on Locked On Fantasy Football. Before we do that, it is an exciting time of year with a lot of uh, sports. NBA and NHL have uh, tipped off and uh, dropped the puck respectively here. we got the World Cup coming up as well. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all covered at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those too at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. 
Head to the website today and use some old eyes to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, it is time to close the show and the week here on Lockdown Fantasy Football with our prize picks, picks of the week. And these are usually related to what we've broken down before with our matchup Wednesday and Thursday, the ranking start set advice. Also, what we're looking at in the other forms of DFS on FanDuel DraftKings. So let's look at uh, some uh, quarterback options first. We'll give you two quarterbacks that we like. And we usually stick with the yardage. I don't like the touchdowns. A little bit more random here. So... And I also like to go mostly over because it's a little bit easier to navigate that in games. Again, it's really tough to go under a little bit with the lower the total, more or less there that we're doing. So what I'm saying here for price picks is these are all guys that are going to go more than their price picks projection of the week. And this is all yardage. So to make it a little bit easier here on Locked On Fantasy Football. And quarterback. Kenny Pickett, 215.5. We're going more there for passing yardage against the Bengals this week. The Bengals' the pass defense a little bit banged up. Kenny Pickett was nearly at 200 yards last week. I think the volume has to be higher. Remember, they won the game last week against the Saints at home. They're probably going to be throwing often with Joe Burrow on the other side. So 215.5, I think they unlock Pickett a little bit more to throw downfield. Do like that number more this week than 215.5. I also like Justin Herbert to throw a ton here against the Chiefs opposite Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is a healthy number, and he's been putting up 300 yards easily. He's at 295.5, but I'm going to go a little bit more comfortable here. Give me a little bit of a cushion with Justin Herbert. 260.5 more passing yardage here for Justin Herbert. So those are two quarterbacks of the week. A little bit lower end, a little bit medium end there with our quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett and Justin Herbert. Let's go to our choices here at uh, running back well technically rushing yardage because we do have one non-running back here guess who it is it's Lamar Jackson's and we've documented Lamar Jackson tends to run really well after buys here so yes good luck for Lamar Jackson with that sneeze 61.5 that's really low to me against the Panthers so really taking that so I'm not allergic to Facing the Panthers defense with a running quarterback, 61.5. We're going more. Lamar Jackson. Dave Montgomery, we told you we loved it. Also 61.5. I think he'll hit that easily as the volume is key against the Falcons this week. We've seen uh, Dante Foreman crush that number. So uh, more than uh, 61.5 for David Montgomery. And in that same game, Cordell Patterson, 44.5 rushing yards. We're going more. It's a revenge game. Yes, it is. Remember, he's a former Bear. He's their offense. They can't contain the inside. They don't have Robert Quinn. They don't have Roquan Smith. They don't have a lot of speed in the middle. Cordell Patterson is a good finisher and a good power back. 44.5 more rushing yards. And Dalvin Cook, this is a higher number, 80.5. you got to run on the Cowboys to beat them, however. And I think the Vikings can have success doing that with their offensive line. So I'm going to say that. Yes, Dalvin Cook, more than 80.5 rushing yards. All right. So we've got six picks. We have Pickett, Herbert. On the ground, we like Jackson, Montgomery, Patterson, and Cook. That's Dalvin. And Jackson is Lamar. Now let's go for our receiving yardage more picks of the week. Terry McLaurin, 59.5 here. The Commanders getting the Texans defense. I know Derek Stingley Jr. is tough, but he's actually banged up. He has a hamstring injury, so that's a key injury in play on the defensive side. McLaurin has been feeling it with the Taylor Heineke hitting his props consistently here with those uh, numbers uh, in other betting sites, but here on uh, 
the Prize Picks uh, app, I mean, that's a really good number. 59.5 to go more there this week. Looking at Darno Mooney as well, 43.5. Again, could see a little bit of outside work if AJ Trell's banged up, but they're also missing Casey Hayward. Week in the slot, 43.5 is a low number. We're going more for Darno Mooney as well. So Monty and Mooney with Fields. We like all those uh, principles here. We like Kolkomet too, but the principles for the Bears should come through against the Falcons on that fast track. In Atlanta, Cortland Sutton, we talked about Jerry Judy possibly being out with the ankle injury, but I love the matchup on the outside for Cortland Sutton. 60.5 receiving yards, we're going more. And one guy, if we like Pickett, we're probably going to like Pickens. We've got to make correlated correlated uh, picks here on Price Picks. Correlated. And Pickett to Pickens, if 215.5 passing yards is going to be go more for Pickett, we got to go more for George Pickens, 40.5 receiving yards as well. So... There you have it. Those are your 10 prize picks of the week. Kenny Pickett, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Dave Montgomery, Cordell Patterson, Dalvin Cook, Terry McLaurin, Darnell Moody, Cortland Sutton, and George Pickens. So good stuff all around. Again, you see how those are related to our recommendations in season long and uh, as well other forms of DFS. So they're all tied together and you want to get as much action as you can. That's how you do it by going to pricepicks.com. Again, very easy to do. Just pick two to five players. You can win up to 10 times your money if you accurately go more or less uh, in relation to the price picks projection of the week. So good stuff there all around. Check it out. Play it. It's a good time to get in on it late here on the season. Thanks for making Lockdown Fantasy Football your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts, just like Lockdown Fantasy Football. For Lockdown Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer with our Week 11 breakdown for you all week long. Good luck in all your matchups here. Hopefully you had a good start with the Packers-Titans game. Hopefully you'll finish strong, whether you're playing season-long or DFS Sunday and Monday with your results. And we'll catch you there on a short week, Thanksgiving ahead here on Monday to break down, down all we saw on Sunday. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.